The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. I'm a big lad, sometimes too large for my pants, sometimes too large for my shirt. But you know what? My hat always fits. So that is the brighter side of me being too big. End diary entry. Hey guys, what's going on? Ed Larson from The Brighter Side here. Amber and I couldn't get together this week, so we're doing another Diaries episode for you. I hope you all enjoy these. We've been getting real positive feedback on them. We love you all so much. Um, you know, like I said, this is The Brighter Side, a cynic's look at optimism. So first you're going to hear from Amber and her friend Kat Toledo talking about all things lady. And then you're going to hear from me, and I'm going to talk to you about the Oscars, because I love the Oscars. I can't help it. I know that they're like a pretentious uh, shitstorm, but I'm totally into it, and I love it for with all of my heart forever and ever and ever, uh, even though uh, they suck. So, uh, and then uh, I'll, uh, I'll go into something else that's uh, been bothering me dearly, and, uh, and that's about it. So before we get started with this humdinger, please give uh, a listen to a word from one of our sponsors. Thanks to Care Of for supporting our podcast. This year, make health and wellness a top priority with the help of Care Of's monthly subscription vitamin service. No matter what you want to work on, whether you're focused on glowing skin, boosting your energy levels, getting more sleep, or generally being healthy, Care of can help. Did you know 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient? I did not know that, but based on my own, let's say, lifestyle choices, I could have guessed. Take Care of's quiz and get the vitamins you need to get back on track to reach your health goals. Are you vegan or vegetarian? No problem. Care of has custom supplemented options available to match your dietary needs. Your personalized Care of subscription box gets sent straight to your door every month with personalized daily packs. Great for busy on-the-go lifestyles. 
I love taking the care of quiz. It made keeping my New Year's resolution of working on my health so simple. And the individual packs make it so easy to remember to take my vitamins. If I'm running late, I just throw them in my bag. Way easier than those big jugs of vitamins you get at the store. Ooh, I got stuff fish oil for my skin and my memory, and stuff for my, um, where you're, you're, get, get your bowels moving. Man, I can remember things and I'm taking dumps. Take advantage of this month's special New Year offer and get 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Visit takecareof.com and enter promo code BRIGHTER50. That's 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins when you go to takecareof.com and enter BRIGHTER50 at checkout. T-A-K-E-C-A-R-E-O-F.com. I yelled at the sky the other day. <laughs> it was too cold. And at I said, yeah, it's like, you're too cold. No one likes you. Get out of here, winter. We all hate you. It snowed. It's so stupid. It snowed in like Eagle Rock. There was snow. Get out of here. We all hate you. Listen, it is what it is. I just, I don't have heat in my house. And uh, maybe I finagled with my landlord. I was like, he's like, you want me to buy you a heater? I'm like, I have one. It's just. It comes out expensive. The electricity is going to come out expensive. Oh. And then he's like, yeah, I guess that's the trade-off. And he's like, can, do you want me to turn on the, the gas heater in the daytime for you? At least you can have it in the daytime, but you got to turn it off. And I'm like, no, I think I'm good. Maybe I could get a rebate. And uh, he hasn't texted me back. But. Damn. Would you blow your landlord for free heat? Not free heat. Free heat costs 30 bucks a month. I, I'd blow him for for monthly rent every month. Oh yeah, but you gotta give him like several blowjobs. Cause what's your rent? Like a eight hundred dollars? Eight seventy five. But my blowjobs. Oh yeah, real good. <laughs> <laughs> One time I got eight hundred dollars. I don't know how far how far and wide this this uh, podcast net will cast, but uh, I don't you know want everyone to know. But one time I got eight hundred dollars for um for caressing a guy's leg while he while he jacked off. What? Yeah, but he first the first thing I was getting paid for was to listen on the phone while he talked on the phone with someone else and gave them like this very like you know clinical survey that ha- that asked them like what what do you call your private parts you know and so I listened to that like for like I don't know it was like forty minutes I listened to that and then he had two phones in the hotel room which I don't know how he swung that. Um, and then after he's like, it's like, uh, can I jack off? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, how much, uh, more could I pay you if, uh, you maybe just like touched my leg as I jacked off? And I was like, I, I don't know why, but my brain was like $800. <laughs> Whoa. And he said, okay. Wow. And that day I went home with $800 and went home to my boyfriend and I bought him dinner i didn't say anything well you had a boyfriend i had a boyfriend i felt bad but it i wasn't gonna stay with him forever. no and he got a dinner out of it he got a dinner but then i was like dude that was my money i didn't need to buy him dinner <laughs> no you didn't need to <laughs> no but that was like my guilt my guilt being like <laughs> yeah it's yeah. all right get the eight dollars but it was pretty cool uh how did you meet him through an art uh, a friend who's like a artsy girl performer and apparently, like, it all started, like, getting $100 to do a survey over the phone. Wow. And I wish I could do that again. I'm constantly, like, bro, to the girl, like, bro, can, like, can you call me again? <sighs> can this guy call, like... 
Was it here or in New York? This was in New York. Wow, these New York men are on another level. I feel like they treat women better. They're this like this guy was from somewhere else. I don't even I don't even know where it was from, but this guy was so awesome. I was like, so what are you doing later? You want to hang out more? I'll go to dinner. Are you having a business meeting? I'll I'll, I'll wait outside. Wow. I love you. Damn. Well, good for you. I wish I asked money for sex. I was always like, no, I'm doing it for me. I'm going to go out full nude and fuck you. Like that kind of thing. And they're like, oh, yeah, sure. For you. All right. One time I lost my job because I slept like I stayed. I slept with the guy and he made me late to work. And I got so in trouble and I got into a fight with my boss and I ended up quitting. And because of that, I told the guy, I'm like, you owe me for what? He was rich. And so that's why I was like, I just I said, damn like all this caused me to lose like the pay how did he did he like hold you back physically or from going to work no we just had sex and i would like overslept (laughs) (laughs) it's your fault i was hoeing it up and in the brimfield at an antique show and i i just hung out with him i had been wanting to hang out with him there were these like glass blowers from Cleveland and I was like you could blow this and then uh, <laughs> then I um it was awesome though uh that sounds great two glass blowers two blast blowers <laughs> two ass blowers two ass blowers did you get in a three-way with him oh no I wish all right I still haven't had a, a two two male not since I was like young I had more to male action when I was in high school than as an adult. It, wow. was, it was like, I think when, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like real porny. It was just like kissing in the field, strawberry wine yeah. style. Yeah. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I've never been with two men. I feel like uh, I would love to, but the kind of men I usually date are very like manly and they'd be like, I'm not fucking with this other guy. He's fucking gay. Dude, I think the manliest guys are gay. They're so manly they won't touch a pussy. <laughs> They're like, I'm so manly. I don't know. Yeah, I take that back. I don't mean gay people are not manly. I mean like just uber, uber heterosexual. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do these tarot cards. <laughs> All right. So what do I do? I just breathe on them? All right. So I uh, want you to think about what you wanted me to like I don't know if you want to say out loud what you want to ask, or you could just think about a question. Okay. Okay. Can I say it out loud? Just for the listeners? Say it out loud, yeah. All right. Um, I wish for this next year. uh, Did I say wish? Wish or or want? Because this is a question. Okay. Or a question. I said it's a question. Maybe how you you could ask, like, how you get this wish to come about. This is going to be great. How's this year going to be? This is for the year. Okay, so okay, so I'm living on my own. This is my first year. I'm living on not not on my. I have roommates, but like <laughs> me, myself, and I. And it's my first time in eight years doing so. How's it gonna be? Okay, and so keep thinking about that. And I'm just gonna scroll these these nice. How's it gonna be? Cards. So these cards do look like uh, titties on the front because it's a circle and a little tiny dot in the middle. Or a dick vertically. <gasps> oh, like, you know what I'm saying? like looking at it from above i guess so that's it is because this is a solar symbol of hadit which is an egyptian like male god he's like the man really he's he's the daddy this is hadit hadit this means this is like the point of experience this is like the world and then this is like feeling it 
Really? Yeah. We all got to check out Hadid. <laughs> He's a man. He's a man's man. Um, I don't know. Men have been sort of, um, ever since that guy uh, called me a bad actor and sent me these fake nudes when I told it, when I had to cancel our date because my fucking friend died, you can check it out on Instagram, Amber Smelson. Go look at the picture. Uh, real piece of shit. I'm just kind of like, I'm not even dating now. Not even dating. I did meet a very young man at a bar recently. We hung out again. He's very, he's in his, he's 28. It's a little young. And I could tell because the next day he woke up and he was like, oh, I parked my car and I didn't look at any uh, street signs. Is that going to be a problem? And I was like, I don't know, man. You should, what? What? <laughs> you go, the fuck out of here. go check on your car. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I never, and when he slept over, I was like, oh, I don't need to have men sleeping over for a while or like it be in a relationship for a while because I was like, my bed, my space, mm-hmm. my things, you know? Just sage, sage the bed after they leave. I changed the fucking sheets, I tell you what. Yeah, oh, I mean, you should. I mean, you should, honey. You should. He came everywhere. You you got a washer and dryer on site. Do, do your laundry. Do your laundry. He couldn't come, and then he was like, oh, because I had to pee. And I think that's a thing when men have to pee and then they're in the act of sex. I don't get it, but he couldn't come for like hours. And I was like, all right. Listen, we squirt and it's not enough. It's pee. Yeah, squirt's pee. All right, so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just. I'll do three cards, maybe. Uh huh. Do I touch the cards? Never. I mean, you don't have to. All right, so we got one that's, um, it looks like pencils all lined up, and we got one that looks like gold doubloons. And then we got one that looks like cups. Okay. All right, let's see how we remember this stuff. And then one of them was upside down. I think it being upside down you means want something. It to be upside down? All right, girl. Oh, I think that one was upside down. These were both upside down. Oh, okay. So that means something, right? When it's upside down, like it's tipsy topsy wrong. It is upside down, but doesn't matter. I trust you. All right, I'm just gonna Google this. First, You're the expert. So... <laughs> All right. All right, so we got a six of wands. Six of wands. Uh, six. You know, I never said I was good at tarot cards, uh, but I will tell you. It's funnier when we're not good. Okay, so to me... I got six dicks coming to me? You got six magical dicks, all air signs. Oh, Uh, man. Okay, so six of wands. uh, All right. Do you edit this, or is it better if I just keep talking so you don't have to... Um, I mean, we can all figure it out. So six of wands, I'm guessing six magical things. I don't know. Six represents uh, Tifereth in the in the Kabbalah. It's the sun, so it's usually a number of equality and balance. Mm. And then the wands are an air sign, so upright. It appears when you have reached an important milestone or achieved a significant goal and you are feeling confident, self-assured, and successful. Yes! You have harnessed your strengths and talents to bring about a successful outcome in your endeavors. Yes! I am successful! I have harnessed my strengths! She is successful! Nine of Pentacles. Nine is is usually associated with, I believe it's Yesad, I think, which is the moon in the Kabbalistic tree. And the Pentacles is Earth. And coins and everything like money and stuff like that. Oh, the wands. It's like creativity stuff. So good creativity. Yeah, like uh, like ideas and communications and things like that. Fuck yeah. And then okay, so now we have an upside down. Oh, so the money's upside down. So am I gonna lose my money? Mm. Am I gonna have to go rub some man's thigh for eight hundred dollars? No. <laughs> ben Stein. 
Ben Stein. Is that what you said? Oh, I said, am I going to have to go rub some man's thigh for $800? Oh, it was just a little caress. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the nine of pentacles upside down. I mean, I have investments, people. I have my money in the stock market, and it's in good stuff. I can't say what it is because it would be illegal, but it's in things that will be around forever. All right, what, what like are you talking what, about? Bitcoin? No. Oh. I don't understand Bitcoin. It's like explaining Bitcoin to me is like explaining God to a monkey. All right. <laughs> so the nine of pentacles reverse can be indicative of suffering from financial issues. It can perhaps indicate a false display of security and stability. There may be a desire here to keep up appearances, to have all the finer things in life, even when we cannot afford to do so. Where does this stem from? Take this <sighs> opportunity for you to figure out what is most important. The nine of pentacles reverse indicates a moment when one truly sees, perhaps for the first time, that we cannot depend completely on material wealth to bring happiness. Damn. I mean, I am making a lot of money in my job. I don't need a rich man. But there are other meanings to this card. So you... I mean, I guess, like, sometimes I will, like, I'll be very busy and I can't do food prep. So I'll, like, example, today I went and I had a hamburger, you know? So, like, I spent money out eating when I could have, like, maybe just used that energy to get some fucking food. Like, yeah. meal prep. This is, it, it seems like this card is all about taking a step back and assessing what is and what is not um, real about mater- materialistic stuff. Also, earthy materialistic stuff is also the food you eat and the, <sighs> the, how you take care of yourself. And, like, right here, you... Um, you may find yourself at a period in life where you should be able to rest and relax after years of hard work, but you find yourself unable to unwind. In this case, rejuvenation is the ultimate advice of the Nine of Pentacles reverse. You need to take a few steps back and allow yourself to rest and regain your strength. That's good. I did ask my job if I could go down in hours. They had me working six days a week. Well, there you go. And I was like, can I move it to four? And they said, okay. I won't get health insurance, though, through the company. I won't be a part of their HMO. But the health insurance, they, I, I don't even have dental anyways. And I want to get some stuff done with my dentist work. And, like, it's just been getting, like, a whole haggle. So I might go private. I don't know what kind of insurance that would be. I'll figure it out. Definitely assess it. Okay. Assess. I'll ass-ass that. Ass-ass. All right. That, uh... All right. And then the last card, which is the Five of Cups reverse. I have five drinks. <laughs> All right. Well, the cups is a water sign and usually like emotions and kind of more like subconscious stuff and like the feelings and depth. And five is associated, I forget what, but it's a, like associated with the planet Mars. So it's usually like active uh, activity martial stuff. All right, so reversed five of cards suggests that you have recently suffered a personal setback or disappointment. You may worry that you are a failure and don't want to let others know you've taken the wrong path. Oh, no, I'm not a failure. Or you may not be ready to admit it to others and are choosing to keep your feelings to yourself instead. However, now you now might be the time to open up. People around you may not see how much pain you're in right now, so don't be afraid to ask for help or talk with someone you trust. You may find it it lessens the emotional pain. You'll find that by sharing your feelings with others, you'll realize that you can overcome this temporary setback. All right. So lesson learned. It was that MAGA guy. That MAGA guy. <laughs> oh, man. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I blew him. And then he was like, and I was like, oh, we're going to do me? And he's like, I don't consider sex a transaction. This is, but this is, this is a cool card because this is about 
realizing the full implications of the past and then you appreciate the lessons learned from the experience oh yeah so you may even recognize the value of painful experience in the broader scheme of things so so yeah it's kind of cool it's like so it seems like you're you're in a you're in a good place you need to watch out for like kind of like not overextending your money stuff or not overextending yourself like your own physical energy or your own like physical material the like what materializes my spirit your body your body spirit would be immaterial oh but your body is the material earth is the material money is the material so all that stuff so make sure you're not like overextending yourself in that you know and and you know, but it sounds like if you ask for time off, that's good because you yeah. work a lot, right? I work too much. She works too much, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this, this, uh, this last card is like you know you're learning from like past experiences, and this usually has to do like yeah, like relationships and like feelings and stuff like that. So it sounds like you're learning like by now, like you know, by choosing better guys to be intimate with and just like learning to do stuff more on your own and not jumping into a relationship again like you're learning from your past yeah so it, everything seems uh, pretty good like it's a, like a wise and also these weren't any like super major cards so this is just like everyday like oh yeah i'm just in sort of a transition yeah like nothing like nothing insane but like this first card was really nice and it just shows that you're you're doing well and you're learning six wands six dicks I got six magic dicks. All I need is six dicks, six, six, I don't know the lyrics. Uh, what, what song is that? It's a Nas song. He's like, all I need is one mic, one, I don't know. All right. He talks, talks about how many microphones he needs. Maybe that'll be the song we close out with. <laughs> <laughs> Does your audience like rap music? I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Probably. Maybe. I people like all kinds. People. I wish we could too. Like, uh, I mean, I know I'm talking to you, but I want to. I want to hear your. I've seen some of the comments on your Instagram, brighter side Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, people like chipping in. People are like, you know, they like to talk. I like it. I like talking back. Keep it up. And um, I've admitted some things that I was like, oh man, everybody's gonna hate me for this, and they didn't. So yeah, that's good. That's what the last card also said. You know, being being uh, open with yourself and open with your listeners. Oh, I don't know what lies I have. I mean, one time I did shit in a lake and it came back to me. No, how? <laughs> the, the poop? The poop came back to me. It's like instant karma. I Boom. love how the lake was like, bitch, this is yours. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. With that. Out you can't shit in a lake. You can only shit in the ocean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't shit in the ocean either. Don't don't shit any, any body of water. Please. Oh, but water loves it. It's like, mmm, thank you. Num, num, num. And the fish eat it. No, they don't. It's fucking full of E. coli, and they have to shut the freaking beach down when there's E. coli. <laughs> we got to shut the beach down. Amber took a shit in it. <laughs> so shut it down. Amber, shut it down. <laughs> how big of a shit do you would you take for the beach to shut the whole beach down? <laughs> no, but that's how they do it. In Miami, everybody's like, oh the, oh, the beach is so hot. The beach is so sexy. And, like, recently, they've had to shut the beaches down, or, like, uh, there's advisories. Don't shit in the beach? Because they find E. coli in the water. <sighs> and because your water from the lake somehow ended up... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Wait, does poo-poo have E. coli in it? Uh, it can, yeah. Oh, man. Is that's, that? That's why in a restaurant, when 
when uh, they don't wash their hands correctly and then there might be E. coli in their, on their poop hand. Mm. And then they go and make you some fucking ceviche. And then you're like, you're like, no. No me gusta. No me gusta. Tengo diarrea. <laughs> tengo, tengo, I have diarrea. No tengo diarrea. <laughs> yeah. Cha, cha, cha. Cha, cha, cha. I ordered pizza from Ruffalo's Pizza once, and I'm not a big person Mark to... Mark Ruffalo? Uh, it's Ruffalo. It's like an L.A. chain. Okay. Uh, from Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo himself. Uh, it's like an L.A. chain. And I'm not big into, like, like uh, saying poo-poo to a business or, like, fuck them. But I ordered it for a, a pizza for a pool party, and everyone that ate it got vicious diarrhea. Yeah. So they're doing something bad. Yeah. Ruin the pool party. Yeah. Ruffalo's Pizza. Boycott it. Yeah. Did you call him? No. I call anyone who makes me get, anyone gives me diarrhea, I give them a call. I'm like, I'm just calling to let you know I got diarrhea, bitch. And uh, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. How, how, when did it happen? I'm like, right now. <laughs> I'm on my fucking toilet. Shut it down. Shut it down. Oh, this is fun. I think I have to run um, some ads before and after this, so we can't curse. Let's try a thing where we can't curse for 30 seconds. and 30 then, seconds, no cursing. And then we'll spook, skit, scat, skadoodle. Um, how's your LaCroix? My, LaRo- my LaCroix is freaking fantastic. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Does that count? Is that okay? It, no, it doesn't count. Was it lemon and lime? Cherry lime. No, which <laughs> it's Mother Frank Courant and Lime. La Cra. La Apparently, oh, it's Cerise uh, Cherry. Mm. I read French. Um, oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, well, Cat Toledo. Cerise Limonet. <laughs> well, 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 for the gentleman listening, Cat Toledo reads French. I get speak it, je parle et je. Whatever What's it? Un Chappelle cat or Mi Chappelle cat? It's a Dave Chappelle catine. <laughs> Dave Chappelle catine. Yeah. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle. Je m'appelle Catherine. Ooh, so I say je m'appelle Amber? Yeah. Well, well, well. Your name probably has a like a French... Uh, Yamber? Yambers. Yambers. Yeah. <laughs> je m'appelle Yambers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it was fun. Great times. Man, uh what was it? 215 Callier where we used to live? 112. 112. Yeah. 112 Callier. If you're in the neighborhood in Greenpoint, go say hello. We live at 4R or 3R. Uh we used to live in 3R for right or 3L, 3L. 3L. Three ladies. Three oh, no, ladies. 4L, 4L. That's four it. ladies. We were on the fourth floor people a lot of mess we had those uh those butts to prove it heck yes oh and by the way i wanted to say there was a because i te- kept telling our landlord that the window was broken and i was oh, like man. come fix the window fix it he won't do it and then the Never stayed there during the hurricane hurricane tended to the window during the hurricane <laughs> for i don't know what reason. for hours i held the window closed because it would it would have flown open and like everything would have been destroyed fellas fellas well, you can hold a window tight if i can hold a window for four hours during a hurricane that's right i can beat a hurricane yeah we were on uh on the water we were really close to the east river Greenpoint. point we were in an evacuation zone and, and amber's like no i'm staying 
why did I stay? I'm so stupid, but I'm glad I did because we would have like lost all of our books and I our couches. You just wanted a little bit of quiet, some time to yourself. Just you know? a little quiet time. Just me and the hurricane, <laughs> no big deal. We'll chat it out. Yeah. <laughs> but I held that. I held it. Uh, it was a cinder block and a pillow, and I rested on that. And then I just held it with my hands for like a solid two hours. It would have been funny if you didn't need to do that and you were just there. <laughs> just for no reason. For no reason. Like the wind wasn't even that bad ever. It was at it. But I could feel like I had to, like, many times the wind would, like, push me back. And I was like, no. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. We did it. We, yeah, that place. Rest in pieces. Is it, has it been bulldozed yet? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Bill was smart. He'd probably sell that building. Man. Or, or re, rebuild it because the, the price of rent right now is so expensive. So sky high. I mean, if you want to know who this kind of person is, look up online. Bill Laika is a slumlord. And uh, there was these people that... They, there's pictures of him like not taking out the trash. Um, there's no pipes in an apartment, so there's no water, and uh, he won't give people their money back. Listen, just put a couple hearts next to his name on the wrench. People, people, listen. Put hearts next to your landlord's name. That's true. Heck yeah, but now that I'm 35, I'm like, heart, heart. And then he's just like, yeah, you old bitch. <laughs> Put a smiley face. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sound effect for smiley face. smiles. All right. Cat Toledo, it has been a blessing. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Amber and I are hugging right now. Yay. <laughs> we will, though. We will. We will. Do you have anything to plug? Uh, uh, What's your toes show? Yeah, I'm currently editing a short film uh, called Toho's, so I guess be on the lookout for that when I, you know, you can fo- follow me on Instagram. I'll, uh, when I feel like it, I post post what I'm doing. I have a couple shows. I'm on a, on a show at UCB uh, on Sunset on March 19th, I believe, at 7 p.m. It's called uh, Black, Black Girl Joy. I don't know what the show's called, but it's uh, my black friend. All right. Who put me on the show, you know? Great. So I, I got friends. Heck yeah. Um, but uh, what else? Yeah, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'm, I'm on the cusp of uh, some good things, and I'll let everybody know. Just follow me on Instagram, cat underscore Toledo, like holy Toledo. And that's cat with a K, but I'm sure you'll know when you write my name. Yeah. On the episode. Yeah, Cat Toledo. What a blessing. You are on the verge of wonderful things. No, you're already doing wonderful things. I am, but now I want I'm not gonna do I'm gonna do it for money. <laughs> how about how about we get some money? <laughs> how about we throw this artistic integrity out the window? And if any guys out there wanna give me money too, you know, uh, my Venmo, Cat Toledo. <laughs> Ooh. I don't do you have any uh uh pay pig candidates on your uh podcast? No, it's a free podcast. Oh sorry. If anybody, out, any man out there wants to give me money, you can keep it and buy yourself something nice because I'm making money for me and I don't need any of you men. <laughs> I don't need it, but I'll take it. She cat will take it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I'm in between jobs right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. This has been The Brighter Side. Old times. All right. Later, Tater. I love you all. Hey. 
uh, like they said in our tarot cards, take a break, learn from your mistakes, be honest. You know, are you working too hard? Are you not working hard enough? Self-check, realization, sit in a room alone and hold yourself and think, what do I need to do to be 100%? Okay, we love you. We love you all. You are a winner. You are glorious. Good night. How you doing? Ed Larson from the brighter side here to talk to you about Quip. One of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth. Yet most of us don't do it properly. So Quip made a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even more enjoyable. I love their tiny shakings. The Quip is packed with sensitive sonic vibrations that are gentle enough on your sensitive gums because a lot of us are taking these old dirty toothbrushes and just scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing way too hard and it's hard on our gums. And did you know up to 90% of us don't brush for the full two minutes and don't clean our teeth evenly? That's why Quip comes with a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when the switch sides. No more singing happy birthday for you, boy. The timer really helps me out because I'm a bad counter, if I could be honest with you. And so I, I, it lets me know when I got to switch sides. And, you know, it's fun. Best of all, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association and has thousands of verified five stars reviews. Man, I love Quip for so many reasons. I can't believe a toothbrush has made me smile as much as this. And, to be honest with you, now that my teeth are clean, I feel better smiling. But it's easy to take on the road with that plastic case they give you. It just screws right on there and it's perfectly clean and ready to go. And then when you get back, you just take the top of the plastic case and put it in the dishwasher and the thing's good as new. It's amazing what they're doing over there with the Quip. And also Quip sends me my refills every three months, which is the dentist recommended schedule. And it is very helpful because otherwise I just sit there with a brush for a year and a half sometimes. Quip has really, I think, upped my game as a human being. So thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And that's why I love Quip. And that's why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash brighter side right now, you can get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighter side. Oh, boy. Be good to your teeth. They're the only ones you get, baby. Yeah. Quip. How you doing, guys? Ed Larson here, Brighter Side. Uh, here to talk to you, do the diaries again. And I wanted to talk about the Oscars are coming up. I love the freaking Oscars. They're my favorite thing. Um, I, I'm so into it every year. Uh, I watch all the movies. I go out of my way. I'm a movie lunatic. I probably saw over 80 flicks this past year. And I just I can't get enough of it. You ever want to talk movies? You know, you you got my ear. I'm always down. And uh, my favorite thing about the Oscars is just to get mad at them because they're so stupid all the time. And so I'm a I'm a vent a little bit up front up top. 
here talking to you guys about about the Oscars. Uh, they did made a lot of poor decisions this year. I will say every it, it seems like every decision they made was a poor decision. They they have they have a chronically have a hard time trying to get viewers for the show, and that seems to be the biggest thing for them. Rather than making sure they have the best show possible or they are honoring all the right people, they're more concerned with how just to get people to tune in. And and they made a couple of mistakes this year, and I'm going to go by them one by one. The first one was earlier this year they announced that there was going to be a new Oscar for a popular film, uh, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. It makes no sense to me. What does popular film mean? I mean, Black Panther obviously is a popular film. It was the highest grossing film of the year. But then you get a movie like Hereditary, who it took hardly any money to make, and it made a a shit ton of money. And so is that a popular film? Is the top 100 movies of the year, are those the most popular films? You know, how about a movie that lost a lot of money, like Wrinkle in Time was like $200 million to make, but they only made $100 million at the box office. But you made $100 million at the box office, that means it was a very popular film. So it it made no sense, and so many people complained that they got rid of that, and that was the first thing. And then they always try to find a good host, and I feel like the Oscars, my personal opinion, yes, I am biased, but the Oscars should only be hosted by a comedian because they're the ones who are you know, able to take jabs at everybody because they got nothing to lose because we all know as comics you're never going to get nominated or win shit because that's how they deal with all of us. Although Adam McKay, let's go, buddy. Sketch comedian, best director. That's some cool stuff. But... So they hired Kevin Hart, and then the weird stuff started in. And I understand. I don't like homophobic people. I don't like homophobic actions. I don't like homophobic phrases. But um, I also am a champion of free speech and forgiveness and all that stuff. And what happened with Kevin Hart, it was all over the news, so in case you rare chance you didn't hear about it, was a couple he was the new host of the Oscars and then someone dug up some tweets he had four or five years ago or before that even maybe that had some uh, homophobic comics in them and so the Oscars wanted him to apologize and he did not and so he's not doing the show anymore and that is a bad precedent to set and we need to stop judging people for things they said years ago first of all people grow People become better people. Hopefully you would think that, you know, just because, I mean, if you looked at what I said seven years ago, actually you can't because I went back and deleted all of it because all this stuff is so crazy. But um, hopefully, I mean, you'll probably find it on the internet somewhere, I imagine. But like this James Gunn stuff with the Guardians of the Galaxy director, how they found old rape jokes on his Twitter from 10 years ago. And it's just like, yeah, he was a shitty person back then. He, did you ever... Tromeo and Juliet is a horror movie he made uh, and he wrote uh, years ago. It's a Troma, the horror movie company, the disgusting horror movie company that I love so much, Lloyd Coffin forever. Uh, and it's a disgusting movie based in like fucking 
horror and sex and just just a cannibalistic cock you know it's 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 a rape movie it's it's bad it's not good uh and this he made that movie and so like just a matter that he made that movie should be more powerful than any tweet that he tweets because that movie is so vile and disgusting i do not recommend it for anyone and this is coming from someone who loves trauma i have no urge to ever see that movie again but the point is, the man created that, and then you get him for some tweets? Come on. And then Kevin Hart, no one's cleaner than Kevin Hart. I mean, he is a clean comic. We, you know, he's not, he's not gag humor. He, he doesn't do any of that stuff. You know, he would have been a perfect host for the Oscars. And, you know, I'm glad he left because he don't need it. He's selling out stadiums across the world. He doesn't need to host the Oscars. The Oscars need him. And so this punishment thing has gotten way out of hand, in my opinion. Uh, You know, I'm glad when the bad guys get taken down. I really am. I like like the truly evil people like Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey. I mean, throw them in a dungeon as far as I'm concerned. And uh, what we kind of did with Cosby. But, you know, for like a tweet that you said years ago, I mean, man, all the murder fist sketches I've done in the past, all the episodes of Roundtable that I've done, like, does this mean that like my whole life is over, that I can't do anything ever because of, you know, the fun I had on doing comedy and saying satire? You know, no, I know I'm a good person. At his base, Kevin Hart is a good person. You know, it, this is it's all gone too far. It's it's too upsetting. Uh, my cousin Jeff Ross is the best quote, and I love it. And it's becoming a new mantra for me and a lot of people, which is uh, I'm offended by people who are offended. And so uh, stick that and uh, put that on a bumper sticker, and uh, you know you you'll be a better person for it. Uh, it, it, it. Take everything with a grain of salt, people. You know, otherwise, you know, we're, now we got the most boring Oscars in years. They decided to have no host now. There's going to be no host. And, it's, you know, sure, they may work on Roundtable when Ben Kissel was too tall to walk through the door. But it, it ain't going to work for the Oscars. And it's supposed to be a fun show where we have someone tear apart the system. And that's not going to happen now. Uh, the musical acts, Kendrick Lamar ain't going to do it, and says ain't going to do it. So there goes the cool song, you know. So it, w- what are we even looking forward to? And then to speed up the broadcast, because they're always so concerned with how long the broadcast is going to go, they, they were going to put cinematography and editing uh, awards during the commercials. They were going to present it, and it wasn't going to be on the show. And then everyone went crazy, naturally, because... I mean, if there's two things that make a movie, it's, you know, the camera filming it, I'd say is pretty important. And then you got to go with, uh, you know, editing. It's not a movie without those things. It's just straight up isn't. Any jerk off can go stand in front of a camera and say words. You know, I mean, it's, it's better when they're good at it. But any jerk off can go do it. You know, I wouldn't know what to do if you put me in front of an editing machine or you put a camera in my hand. It'd look like shit. And so these guys, they work so hard and they get no credit. No one knows an editor's name. I know four editors personally, and I forget their names. No offense, guys. And it's just, 
I mean, I, I love you, Andrew and Brian and Lorian. I know your names and uh, uh, the other guys. And so it's <laughs> uh, to do that. It was so sickening. Everyone got mad. And now it's back in the show as it should be. But uh, let's go through some of the movies of the year. I mean, a lot of things that I love, a lot of movies I love just like straight up didn't get nominated for anything, which is something that happens a lot as far as, you know, movies that I love because I tend to like things. But the first one I'm going to bring up that I thought was so cool was Hereditary. And horror movies don't always get the love. They hardly ever get the love. I mean, Exorcist got some, you know, but Hereditary was such a badass, well-shot scary tony collette's performance was so badass and so cool and you just throw her a nomination for that you know you want people to make weird movies and like test the boundaries then you have to reward them when it happens and hereditary was that and i was enjoyed it immensely i can't uh preach it enough please go out and see that uh, but, uh, I guess what we'll do now is I'll go through the nominations and I'll give my pick and my opinion and, uh, you know, snubs and all that stuff, the stuff that you've been hearing a million times over, but I love it so much. I can't help but talk about it. And I know I'm stepping on page seven's toes, but I'm only doing it for once a year. And that's, you know, that's just how it's going to be. All right. Best picture, the nominees, black Panther, black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, the favorite, Green Book, Roma, Stars Born, and Vice. All great films. I've seen them all. Um, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna rate them, I'm gonna go ahead from bottom to top. Bohemian Rhapsody is the worst one. It was super corny. Uh Rami Malik did a great job. The music was shot really well. It was a uh, I loved how they ended the movie with Live Aid, like the full version of it, and that's really cool. If you like Queen, it's a fun movie, but it's full with it's the biopic tropes, you know. It's basically Dewey Cox walk hard. So I mean, but it's Bohemian Rhapsody. You'll you'll see when you watch it. But you know, I liked it. I still enjoyed it. And then after that, I'm gonna go with the other Hollywood movie. It's Stars Born. Stars Born was good. I enjoyed it. Bradley Cooper put on a display behind the camera in front of the camera uh lady gaga was cool the music was cool lucas nelson rock and roll bro you fucking nailed it with all your good ass music and uh and then after that we're gonna have to go uh that's everything else is so cool after that uh i guess black panther black klansman uh vice Green Book, Roma, and I got to go with The Favorite. The Favorite was my favorite. Uh, go check that movie out. I would love to spoil the ending for you guys right now because I just love talking about it with people who've seen it. It's the coolest flick in the world. Uh, there, It is brutal. It is hilarious, and it is exactly how I like my comedies. I'm so jealous of that dude. He is the funniest director. I love all of his movies. Yorgos Lanthimos. Greek dude. He did the lobster. He did uh, killing of a sacred deer, dog tooth. You got to check out his movies. They're all twisted and fucked. And I really hope that he gets some proper love this year with the favorite. Cause it was a great movie. Um, lead actor. Uh, we got Christian Bale advice, dynamite stuff. Uh, Bradley Cooper, 
Uh, Star is Born, Willem Dafoe, Eternity's Gate. I did not see that one. Love Willem Dafoe. I'm sure he knocked it out of the park. Rami Malek, Bohemian Rhapsody, and Viggo Mortensen. Um, I think that Rami Malek's going to win, and I think Viggo Mortensen was the best. Uh, he showed me a different type of Goomba that I haven't seen before, and I really enjoyed uh, his character development and how it went. Uh, how it went. And I love that Peter Farrelly made this intensely emotional fun comedy for us and you gotta check out green book it was so much fun lead actress yalizio arpaccio roma give it to her it's so cool she's not gonna win they're gonna give it to glenn close for the wife and who cares the wife's so boring it doesn't matter at all yalizia i love you you're amazing i hope you're around forever she was a teacher in southern Mexico, and they had her do this movie, and she just hit it out of the park with such beautiful stuff. And if she doesn't go to her, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite was so funny, was so talented, perfect performance. Uh, man, all right, I'm going to lay it on the line. I am not a fan of Melissa McCarthy. I know that's a blasphemy to a lot of people, but I am just straight up not a fan of her. But if you get a chance, you got to you go see Can You Ever Forgive Me? She hits it out. She does a great job with that movie. Uh, and I enjoyed her performance. But <sighs> lead actress, Glenn Close is going to win. But Yalitzia, you deserve it. And Lady Gaga did fine. She did good. I wouldn't even nominate Glenn Close because the movie was so boring. And I would put uh, Tony Collette in there for hereditary because she did such a bang up perfect job supporting actor Mahershala beautiful stuff he's like the new best dude in the world he's gonna be all over everything forever for now on uh, just let him keep winning I hope he wins more Oscars than any with Daniel Day Lewis but he'll probably win for Green Book and I think he deserves it Adam Driver um got nominated for Black Klansman he did fine but uh, John David Washington for lead actor totally could have been in there instead of Bradley Cooper or Willem Dafoe. And uh, you really should, they really should have tossed him something. That's Denzel Washington's kid. He's at Ballers, Black Klansman, and another movie, Monsters of Men, this year. He had a great year and he deserved a little love. Um, but I don't know why Adam Driver got nominated just for the heck of it. Uh, but Mahershala is going to take this one. Sam Elliott, glad to see he got the nomination, but you know. You're not going to win. Richard E. Grant was so good in Can You Forgive Me? And, of course, Sam Rockwell, Vice, the the man, was badass. Um, director, we're just going to do a couple more of these, and then uh, we'll, we'll move on to what's really going on in the world. And uh, director, uh, Spike Lee is nominated for Black Klansman. Cool as fuck. This Powell... Polowski? I don't know how to say his name, but he's the Polish director from the movie Cold War. I just saw it. It's unbelievable. He did such a good job. Does not need to be nominated right now. Uh, we, this easily could have gone to Bradley Cooper uh, for uh, or Ryan Coogler for back uh, Black, or for Black Panther, uh, but uh, they just they gave it to this Polish dude, which is a funny move. Uh, but uh, he's not going to win. But he did do a bang up job and. Uh, Yorgos Lanthimos for the favorite and Alfonso Curion Roma. I mean, this is like a really cool grouping of directors and Adam McKay nominated twice, I believe for uh, screenplay and for uh, uh, directing. He is so good. 
And uh, if I can be honest, right now, I feel like such a forced fraud doing this. Uh, right before I started doing this, I found out my friend killed himself. I know that's kind of just laying this on you guys. But, um, yeah, uh, I don't really care about the Oscars. The Oscars suck this year. It's a vain thing. And um, it's just it, none of it matters. No one should go. They're all full of themselves. Uh, as much as I love it, it's uh, it's just posturing, you know, people fighting for better salaries and to make their opinion about something weird known or whatever. But uh, the truth is uh, Brody Stevens, a uh, good buddy of mine, I, I found out right before I walked in the studio, he, uh, he killed himself. He hung himself. Uh, apparently, according to TMZ, you know, you haven't lived until you've gone a month and seen two of your friends death on TMZ. I don't understand where the fuck my life's at right now, where that's part of it. Brody was, uh, he, he, uh, he had his problems. He had his issues. He was, um, he was a little office rocker. He had been committed. If you ever seen his, uh, HBO, uh, slash Comedy Central uh, web series. It was, uh, or short series. It was so funny and so good. He was, he, he was just a ball of energy, positive energy. And he took over any show he was on, hosting or whatnot. He was one of the first comedians I met professionally uh, when I was a professional comedian officially working on the burn with Jeff Brody was our warm-up guy. And if you don't know what a warm-up guy is, it, it's a special talent that a lot of comedians do not possess. And it is a selfless job. We're basically at a television taping for a TV show the, with a live studio audience. They need someone to be talking to the audience the entire time to keep their energy up. So they're laughing and clapping and following all the rules that you need to put on a proper TV show with an audience. And Brody had done thousands of TV tapings. Like I think literally, I think he might've done 2000 or something close to it. And cause he did over 250 a year for a very long time and sometimes twice a day. And it's an hour of keeping the audience just moved and pumping and singing and dancing and laughing and playing the tambourine. And, you know, he had his he had the same jokes forever. And it didn't matter how many times you heard Brody tell the jokes, you laughed. And he had this like special energy about him when he was on stage over anyone else. And uh because he would just walk around in the audience and he would, he would challenge the audience. Uh, he would ask them questions. He would get them involved in his set and he was just like positive energy. Yes. You know, it was, that was him. He just wanted everyone to stay focused and happy and he loved baseball and he was always so concerned of whether you were happy or not. And, I remember I, I knew him from the show and anytime I'd see him, he'd 
always make sure that I was doing okay mentally and everything. I mean, I'm fine. I'm very lucky. I, you know, other than the cloud of sadness from people I know dying constantly all the time, what the fuck's going on? I hate this shit. Can this please fucking stop? Uh, but he, uh, I remember I, uh, I was doing stand up a couple of weeks ago and I don't know if you guys know this about me really, but I don't really do stand up. Uh, I'm big into sketch. I write a lot. Uh, I produce things. I do these podcasts, but I don't really do much stand up. And, uh, he, uh, he saw me perform and he stayed to make sure that afterwards he could talk to me about my set and I did pretty good. I did okay. But I remember him telling me how happy he was to see me on stage. And we talked for like an hour afterwards and just about emotion and, and what's going on. And we spent the most of the time talking about me, how I felt he he was worried about me because of Kevin. And, uh, and he was so sweet and not once. I mean, I asked him how he was doing he said he was good and, he felt like he was in a good place and all this stuff. And I mean, obviously he wasn't in suicides. Crazy. I, I've known people who have done it, but this is the first time I'd ever considered one of them a friend. And so it's, that's bizarre knowing that, you know, cause he was so happy. He was, I mean, I thought he was, I thought he was happy. He seemed like it. He always had the biggest smile. He had the funniest Instagram his videos, just him walking down the street, smiling with music playing and classic rock. I'm just like pitching baseballs in a field and doing kettlebells. And he, uh, he was one of the most interesting dudes I ever seen. Uh, he's in the hangover. And if you didn't know that and you met him, he would have told you immediately. Uh, he was the cop and said, Hey, if you look on the bench over there, that's what we called loserville. And I know I butchered that, but so funny. This is a sad year for comedians. We can't keep doing this, guys. If there's any comics out there listening or if you guys are fans of comedians, uh, this is the year to go ahead and check on, on them. Just check in on them. Send them a nice message. Uh, just make sure everyone's happy and okay and know that you they you appreciate them. Uh the 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 few messages I get, uh, I mean, I get a lot of messages, but you know, it always warms the heart. Even if you don't respond, it just feels good to get them, and it makes you know that what we're doing is for a good cause. And you know, I love the ones where y'all tell me about your problems and how these make you forget your problems. Uh, but yeah, no, I I don't want to go any more funerals this year. This is going to be the last one. Uh, I really, truly hope so. Uh, so, you know, love everyone around you, man. Brody loved music. Listen to some music. They used to do this thing at the comedy store. After they closed the comedy store at like 2 a.m., him, Tony Hinchcliffe, Jeff, Don Barris, Benji Aflalo, and a bunch of other people. It was in some of the waitresses and it was just a lot of fun. They did this thing called the band and Brody played drums and what he would, he would bring out drumsticks and he would use stools as his drum kit. And they just like, it would just sit there and like sing till like four in the morning. 
and just have like a nice fun time. It was like, it was just pure joy and pure fun. And it would have not happened without Brody and Don. And, uh, they were a blessing, uh, to the comedy store, to the improv, to the LA comedy scene. Uh, Brody Stevens, uh, we, he was, uh, he was too good. He was too good to all of us. I never, you, it's like a lot of times you just like, as a comedian, and you see people on stage, you just keep walking. And I would never keep walking if Brody was on stage. I'd be late to whatever I was doing because I had to watch some of Brody's set. Because even when he was doing horrible, he is the funniest dude I ever saw. And uh, I'm going to miss him dearly. He was so sweet, best smiles, and just so concerned, making sure that we all were doing well. And, uh, I always love him for that. And he, he didn't have to be so cool to me. He was already doing better than most of us. And, you know, when I met him, I was very green and he made sure that I was always okay. And he looked out for me and I love him. So hug your friends. If you're sad guys, if you got a problem, First of all, listen to your therapist. If you have one, if you don't have one, try and get one. Talk to somebody. If you're religious, talk to a priest, even though that's not my thing. Just make sure you're talking to somebody. There's no reason to be sad out there right now. I mean, there's plenty of reasons to be sad, let's face it, but you got to fight through that shit. The world is better with you in it, whoever you are. Uh, It's more interesting and it's a cooler place to be. And I I feel like uh, we lost a a champion of laughter today. Um, I was gonna play this new song my cousin made, but I don't doesn't feel appropriate. So, uh, R.I.P. Brody Stevens, Stephen Brody Stevens. Yes, positive energy. He is part of the mantra for the reason I do this show. I remember, and it's dog. I'm just remembering it right now. It was I was inspired by him after working on the burn, and the positive energy that he brought to people when he performed, and it made me want to start this show about positivity, because I knew that was the circle I wanted to live in, was happiness. And I know how sad this is, but um, just make sure all your friends are cool and they're fine. And make sure they're healthy. Make sure their brain's in the right spot. And uh, just check on everybody. And check on your favorite comics because apparently we're all fucked up and sad and sick. So... Why don't you give us a good look in on uh, as well? Uh, this has been the brighter side. Uh, cynics look at optimism. Uh, it's never been more true than right now. No song today. Moment of silence for Stephen Brody Stevens. Love y'all. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.